Good morning and happy Friday to each and every one of you. Welcome to the Autopsy of Her, Healing, Evolving, Resiliency. I want to tell you all that every day is a great day, but today is Friday, right? It's the end of the week for some people. But if you're in the business of real estate, there is never an end of the week. Every day mm -hmm. is a day for opportunity. Every day is a day to work. And you need to find time to take off. But I just want you to know that if you really want to get where you want to go, you have to work. So today we have a special guest on the line with us today. So first, let me just say good morning. Good morning, honey bunny. Good morning, honey bunny. How are good morning, you? Everybody. I'm great. And so we have guests with us today. So good morning. Good morning, Gwen. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you, Gwen, for joining us today. And good morning, Mr. Dan Forsman. How are you? I'm doing great, Iris. And it's great to be here with you and Stephanie and Gwen. And uh, I look forward to a great conversation about whatever we're going to talk about. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> so we're gonna. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the audience a little background on Dan. And so, just want to let you know, Dan Forsman is the is the president and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Georgia Properties. Dan was formally educated uh, with a bachelor's degree from the University of Georgia. And Dan has been in the business. He's recently celebrated his 35th professional anniversary uh, in real estate. And so Dan has been recognized locally, nationally as a leader in, real in the real estate industry. As also, Dan was recently inducted to the National Riz Media Hall of Fame. So congratulations, Dan. That was very exciting for you. <laughs> Thank you. And Dan has also been named Broker of the Year for the Global Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Affiliates Network and has received the Berkshire, Berkshire Elite Circle Award every year since 1992. Dan wow. is also the past president of the Atlanta Realtors Association and has received numerous awards, including Most Admired CEO, Riz Media Luminaire Award, Industry Icon, and several more. Under Dan's leadership, Berkshire Hathaway has grown exponentially with over 1,600 associates in 26 locations across Greater Atlanta and experienced its best year ever in 2020 with over 4.4 billion in sales. So welcome, Dan Forsman. It's welcome, Dan. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephanie and Iris, for that warm welcome. It's an honor to be here with two fellow realtors um, in thank New York you. and here in Georgia. And uh, I look forward to our discussion. Uh, the year is a fascinating year. Uh, the last 18 months have certainly been tumultuous, but that's the environment that we live in. Correct. And we've got to embrace that environment if we're going to take our business to the next level live lives that have meaning and, uh, you know, be change agents, which I think is exciting. Awesome. And I'm glad that you said be change agents, because that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, Dan. So our topic today, what we're discussing is now that we know our differences, can we focus on our likeness? Absolutely. And so where we're going to start, Dan, is so what do you think? are five traits of change. So I wrote these down, Iris and Stephanie. Okay. And, you know, I, I, I thought a lot about it because, you know, life is a journey. It isn't a destination. 
you know, who Iris is today is not the same lady she was 20 years ago. Same goes for Stephanie or Gwen or any of us. Correct. I think, you know, the first component of change is understanding we're on a journey. You know, what you believe today, it might be way different than what you believed 20 years ago. And I think Absolutely. we got to embrace who we are now. Right. Recognizing the past and looking forward to a really great future. So I, I think you got to acknowledge who you are, you know, and see, see that you can change and see life as a journey. If you see it in a static moment and that's all you're ever going to be, then you're never going to be Absolutely. open to change. I, there's a, there's a, a, a word out there, Iris, it's called confirmation bias. The confirmation bias, and Stephanie's got some glasses on, is the lens through which we see the world. Correct. And so everything we see confirms what we already believe or not. Mm-hmm. And I think the or not is the key to becoming great, servicing your clients and customers, mm-hmm. helping humanity and personally growing. You know, and, and, and so, you know, I would say that's the first trait. Mm-hmm. Second trait to me is be willing or open to change. You know, mm-hmm. wanting to change is not the same as being willing to change, you know, yes. and, and I, I made pages here on um, how to have happiness and a great routine. You know, if we get a chance, I'll share some of the, the things that I think are really important. I do but, want you, know, you to share because I know that you have a I know that you have a daily routine that you shared with us. So I would love yeah, for you I to did. share so we'll share that a little bit later, but okay. if you'll remind me about that, but, Thank you. but I, but I really think this wanting to change is like getting up and saying, oh my gosh, it's going to be a tough day or waking up and saying it's going to be a great day, man. I get to talk to Iris today. Yes. You know, I'm going to meet whoever's out there in her, her sphere. Um, we're going to get into a good rhythm in our conversation. Mm-hmm. We're going to help people be better. You know, so it's a mindset of wanting to change, wanting something to bring, wanting to bring something good into your life. And one thing I do a lot of is I write it down. Okay. So number two, number three is accept responsibility. Um, you know, you, we're on a path. You got to know that, you know, you got to own your position, but you got to give others an out, you know, so, so many times, if you want to change and you want to keep your friend mix around, or you want to grow to a bigger sphere and certainly in real estate, you know, I'm a centrist. You know, uh, as I shared with you, you know, I, I, I've got to see the world from everywhere. If mm-hmm. I'm if I traject, if I put out that I'm you know, far to the left or far to the right, I exclude people from the other side from ever mm-hmm. getting to know them, know their stories, being there for them, helping them in their life journey. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you got to accept responsibility. Um, and, and I'll tell you one thing, too, about change, Iris and Stephanie is bitterness. Bitterness sometimes robs people, mm. robs people of an opportunity to go anywhere. They have something happen to them early in life and they will not yes. let go. The Bible says it's a root. Yes. And, you know, and it is a root. It's, it's always spreading underground. Look mm-hmm. at a pop ugly head. You can be having a great day and somebody who hurt you walks into the room. Whoa, they gone. Well, they didn't right. hurt you. Right. They, 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 you're not even on their radar. Exactly. Not at all. But, not but at all. They don't think anything about you. No, they don't. They don't. And, 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 and they should not, you know, um, you know, maybe they should. I don't I don't know the answer to that. I'm not going to go down that path. But I think the big thing is you got to let it go. Whatever mm-hmm. it is that's holding you back, you got to let it go so you can grow. Bitterness mm-hmm. and your past and, and confirmation bias can absolutely hold you hostage. 
-hmm. and into a place that you stay angry, unhappy, and unfulfilled. Okay. Number four, I got actually six of these. Uh, Own your choices, you know, Mm -hmm. and the choice is, and I mentioned it early, be happy or not. You want to be depressed, be depressed or not. You know, Mm -hmm. when you wake up, embrace the day, you know, Mm -hmm. and and recognize in order to change, things are going to happen around you. It's just not one thing. It's a whole bunch, you know, so how you react is so important. I've been going through a really hard time lately. You know, I shared with you, I lost my little brother in January. Both my parents are in hospice now. I just had a conversation with my mother where she couldn't put together a sentence, but I talked to her for 10 minutes, told her how wonderful she was, what a great mom she was, the pictures and all that. Um, So you got to like reframe it or you carry around this despondent, distressing thing, you know, I, and, and, and you just do. And, And one thing I'll say about choices too, is hit pause for the cause. Sometimes you need to recognize here in this really toxic environment, Instead of reacting to it, pushing back, lighting the match, you know, watching things blow up, hit yeah. pause for the call, right? Number four. Mm-hmm. There's number four. I, I would say participate. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, and Stephanie, you'll get this. You're a realtor. You know, you know you, one of my coaches says, work on your business as opposed to in your business. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change, you need to work on Stephanie or on Iris as opposed to being in Iris or in Stephanie. Mm-hmm. So I got to work on Dan. I mean, Mm -hmm. consciously, I know that where I am right now is not the same place I'm going to be in the future. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I need to work on it. I need to step back every day and decide how I want the day to go. Now that's not embracing happiness or um, agreeing to be depressed. It's having your to-do list, knowing what you need to be intentional about the big Mm -hmm. hurdles you need to clear Mm -hmm. so you can go forward the last thing, of course, and it's October 1. So this is, um, this is what? It's the beginning of a new year. That's right. It is. You know, That's the government didn't go said. bankrupt last <laughs> night. Their fiscal year ends on 930. And yeah. what I mean by that as realtors, if we want our 2022 to be the best year ever, yes. it's 2021. You know, you mentioned 4.4 billion. We're to run right right now, Iris, a 5.2. Yes. 5.2 billion. We could, now, I don't know if we're going to hold it. That's on a trailing 12. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where we are, is not where we're going to be. So you got to have a plan. Yes. You know, you need to have a plan. You need to know your commitments. You need to know your SWOT analysis. You need to know your why. You know, you need to know all the components that are going to cause you to accomplish your financial goals, while you accomplish your personal goals, while you embrace your spiritual goals, while you affect your community and familial mm-hmm. goals, mm-hmm. and your physical goals. Because this body, I remember when I got my physical from Dr. Humbarger when I was 50. So I'm 63 now. I was real proud. I was in good shape. And he looks at me and I said, Dr. Humberger, how am I doing? And he looks at me and he goes, Mr. Forsman, you have a great body. And then he turns away and he puts his head down. I'm really happy about that. And then he turns back and looks at me and says, it's a shame what you've done to it. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny the way he phrased that. And, <laughs> and the next thing that came out of that, and here's a great book for you, Iris. It's a great yes. book. It's called Younger Next Year. Younger, Younger Next Year. Okay. Younger Next Year. And, 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 and what he phrased for me, and I don't know if you can see me on here. I'm going to try to draw this since it's live radio. We can go with this. Um, is, can, can we, I got to find my, it's not going to work. All right. So oh, imagine if you, you pull got, it, if you pull it back, it, it was clear. If you put it too close, could that, pull, yeah, back, pull it back to you, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Oh, no, no, no. 
Nope, it wasn't. Um, it, it looked like it was clear before. All right. Well, okay. imagine an axis, okay, like this. You got it, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. on the on the left-hand vertical axis is your quality of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And on the bottom is the number of years that the good Lord's going to give you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and and so many people approach life so it goes, I got it. Okay, now I got it. So that it mm -hmm. that it goes, your life goes like that. They go into the mm -hmm. slow decline mm -hmm. where they 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 you know 40, 50, everything starts hurting, 60s really hurting, 70, it's over, yeah. game over. Right. You know. But what younger next year talks about is how you can have a life that goes, I got it like you know, so you get to 80 and you because life is a finite thing. Life's right. like mm -hmm. a vapor, it's here and it's gone. And, and, and younger next year caused me to think about what the next 20 and 30 years would look like and the things that I could do to change the outcome of my physical being. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, you know, it's on me to work on the mental. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just a great book. There's one for the, the guys and there's one for the ladies. Oh, and the thing awesome. that the girls can do, it's a great book. It's written by an internist and a psychologist. Um, awesome. and th I think the internist is up in D in, in New York and he studied okay. octanarians, people who made it to a hundred and they had a plan. Love it. You know, there were certain things that people do to have a long life and a successful life. Mm -hmm. and, and I think one of the big things people do to have a long life and successful life is smile. Absolutely. You know, Dan. I agree hundred percent with you. <laughs> on that and, and I'm virus. The, the reason I'm on here was your smile. You know, when we were at Top Golf hanging out before I knocked down the Angry Bird Tower, that was pretty cool. That you know, was cool, Dan. That, that was cool. It was like when it was like the most points anyone had all. Yes. Day. I was sitting there trying to figure out what what is this angry, and so I smacked it way out there, and it hit the bullseye at yes, like two hundred thirty yards in the air. It was fun. Anyways, but you got to have a plan, you know, and 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 a plan is stay the course, plan, execute, measure, celebrate, and correct. You don't take right. time to celebrate your wins. You're missing it. And, you know, uh, so those would kind of be the traits, I think, that are important for change. But you got to want to change. You got to want to get better. Yes. Uh, and so that's that's all I have to say about that. OK. And so, Dan, you you address some of the things that I was um, thinking. And when you're talking about change, Right. Because it's something we have to do daily. Um, you know, even in this podcast, we talk about evolving. You must evolve to survive. If you mm -hmm. stay stagnant, nothing happens. And then you become sometimes bitter. You become depressed. Yes, yeah. You become mm -hmm. unproductive. Um, you don't smile. And all those are are related to one another. So when it comes to change, which we know has to happen in life, which do you think has to come, you know, which is more important attitude of change, the appreciation of change or the acceptance of change, which do you mm -hmm. think needs to, is there is, do you think there's a, a, a flow that happens or does it matter or it's equally has to be uh, present in order for change to happen? Um, I think everything happens in cycles in order to grow. So you kind of grow by getting better. Mm -hmm. You know, we get the good Lord gave us a day and it, you know, uh, embrace the day. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Uh, so there's a, there's a formula out there. There's actually a formula to do it. So I think 
And I thought long and hard about this, Iris, because this mm-hmm. was like, okay, and I love, love what we're doing. None of these are yes or no questions, which makes me even happier. Um, number one, I think you got to have an attitude, you know, and, and, and I think to um, change, attitude is the key. You've got to want to be inclusive. You've got to want to understand others' perspective. Mm-hmm. You got to know where you want to get. What got you here won't get you there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I think attitude um, is the biggest thing. If people shut down on their attitude, let's say you're with someone who's really um, toxic. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to be around negative Nelly in the real estate business. But let's say you're discussing the, the issues of the day, you know, and, you know, a great issue is today is the vaccine, you know. Mm-hmm. So you look at all the people groups. Yes. Uh, black, Hispanic. Caucasian, you know, Democrat, Republican, left, right, you know, we're finding that there's actually a kind of a consensus of people who want to keep their freedom and yes. then there are others who don't. Um, so I think an attitude of, you know, and, and, and the next thing comes acceptance, you know, so you got to have an attitude that it's okay to disagree and you got to put it out there, but you got to put it out there in a way that um, gives somebody an out you know, that doesn't shut down the conversation, that doesn't Mm -hmm. position you as an extremist. And sometimes if all you're going to do is move the ball from the 20 yard line to the 21 yard line, that's okay. You know, (laughs) yes. you know, because life is a game and it lasts a long time. Yes, You know, you're not just going to throw a a Hail Mary or a Hail Stephanie and get the touchdown, you know, (laughs) it it, it change a little by little, you know, there's not a silver bullet to change. It happens slowly you know mm-hmm. but those who don't want to change die the death of a thousand cuts ugly mm-hmm. bitter uh, resentful mm-hmm. and and painful yeah. so um, i put down seek first to understand mm-hmm. and then to be understood mm-hmm. seek first to understand then to be understood and then you're inspect so so when you're listening to somebody and people will tell you what they think and i'm talking a little bit more right now than you guys are but you have me on here to do that a lot of times when you talk to somebody, all they want to do is tell you what they think about. Mm-hmm. And they're not really open to what your thoughts are. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on, they're not. And that's that sure. like, like, to me, that's offensive. You know, yeah. whether, whether it's whatever the issues might be, that's offensive to me. Right. You know, so you can judge if you're with someone by how much you converse. And my talk, once you get over that 60% register, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Yes. That means that, you know, so you need to pull them back into, in, into the, or they get over 70%. You're in big trouble. And then, you know, um, what did I put down here? Um, sometimes the mention of a hostile word shuts things down. Mm. You know, so you don't know that someone's offended, but suddenly you watch their, their body language. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, when you, when you talk to people, you also need to be aware that, you know, words are only 7% of communication. Do you know that, Stephanie? Yes. Do you know that the words that, that we sense. say are only seven percent? They're also they're also can be really taken out of context. You know, the tonality is thirty eight, exactly. and the body language is fifty five percent. Dagum, how you react? So you know, when we were together, Iris, I noticed mm-hmm. your openness. Your shoulders are back. You were smiling. It was very comfortable. We were communicating. We had a rhythm, a tonality as we as we moved through it. Mm-hmm. But conversely, if you had done this, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you recall when I was up talking in front of the group. I saw someone come in like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and they already had decided that I was, you know, maybe a bad guy or something, 
And then mm-hmm. as we talked, I noticed that this went down. Mm-hmm. Shoulders went down. <laughs> I saw a smile and it's like, hallelujah. You know, we are getting somewhere, yes. you know, and then I could understand. I want to know what her perspective is. And you might be thinking about the same person I am, but it's mm-hmm. fascinating to know that the last thing is appreciation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everyone mm-hmm. has a journey. Years ago, I saw when we were Prudential on the, um, we used to have the Prudential uh, connection. And what it was is all the companies in Atlanta that were Prudential, you know, we all tried to get together and network. Didn't go real well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like a lot of great ivory tower ideas. Yeah. Um, but Prudential put out a book called The Power of a Story. Mm-hmm. And I heard you talking about Hackenstack or the Bronx mm-hmm. or your children. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a story uh, that's there. Generally, the, 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 the story isn't girded in glory. You know, right. the story, the resolve happens when you're in the ditch. Mm-hmm. So when you make the decision to get out of the ditch and not live your life in the ditch, that great change happens. But some people are in the ditch. And you just got to like appreciate where they're at, mm-hmm. accept them. I have something I wrote down. And I use a lot in our company um, and it's for our managers of first impression or uh, receptionists. And that is I have, I write on their last L A S T. So a lot of times people call up and they're angry. They're just fit to be tied. So listen, apologize, satisfy, thank. So accepting someone means you got to listen. Because sometimes, you know, sorry, you feel that way. You didn't do anything. They're the ones carrying around the problem, mm-hmm. you know, but you got to accept them, encourage them to open up. And then there you have it. So, Dan, I want to reference and thank you for for that. But I want to reference that. So we were at we were at Top Golf together um, because of our DEI uh, console, which is <clears throat> diversity, equity and inclusion console. And so the opportunity to be with your CEO and your president and your president in a room together, right? Initially, we, we thought we were coming to play golf, right? Because that's what we were invited to do. But we were given such a gift of the opportunity to be in that room with you, Dan, and to hear you speak um, our role shared a video about the, the um, attitude of a lion. Um, it's a YouTube that you can go and look up. It was really amazing. And then Dan got up and spoke after that. And I was sitting up front in person with Dan. And it was like, afterwards, it was like, never mind the golfing thing. I'm going over here to talk to Dan because there was so much knowledge so much wisdom shared so much information that it 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 was like setting a fire right because sometimes in this business some of us tend to get to a point where if we've met the goal that we've set for ourselves or we've met any goal that we set we kind of get we relax and then we sit back on our lawns and we're like oh yeah I did that oh you know the year was great it's been my great year ever but how is it going to be the next great year? Or is this going to be your, your legacy that in 2021 was your greatest year ever? Because you certainly will not survive in this business. And as an entrepreneur, there is no way you will ever survive thinking that what you did is like, what's the old saying? 
you're only as good as what your last sell was or your last kill was. And for us, mm-hmm. it is definitely, if I don't kill it, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to tell you, Dan, I really appreciated that opportunity. And even Dan never misses an opportunity to share knowledge. And that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about you the most. And because even when we were outside, we were, we hit balls. We did some things, you know, Dan hit the angry bird and, but we, (laughs) we kept, we kept talking and, you know, we didn't waste that moment with him. And I think sometimes we miss opportunities and we waste it because we're thinking that we're there for this one thing and we get tunnel vision on that one thing, because I think maybe the person who came into the room like this may have felt like, I thought we were here to play golf. I didn't come here to hear Dan speak. But if you had that attitude and you didn't accept what was being given to you, you really (coughs) missed a lot. So Dan, thank you again. I really appreciate that that opportunity with you. Thank you. Iris, it was great to be there. And I was you might be surprised. I was probably the most excited person in the room to be with you guys. I really was, you know, I thought about it. I had, um, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is a really important thing to me. You know, I was raised as a Navy dependent. We moved all over the country, you know, everywhere I went, I was the new kid in the class, you know, school's kind of a tough place to grow up. You know, I got kicked out of school for fighting, you know, um, then put in a military academy. So, I mean, I got <laughs> I had a lot of interesting experiences, but it was my gift to be with you. Um, I think goal setting, one of the dangerous things as a realtor is we do kill what we eat. We kill, at, you know, and the scorecard is what's our 1099. And we set a goal. Mm-hmm. And then when we get there. We kind of take our foot off the gas. Right. The truth is you got to lean in. There's a book out called Lean In. Uh, it's a great book, by the way. Uh, it's written by, uh, I think it's Stephanie Boba. And you want to lean it. It's, it's for the ladies. You want to lean it. It's a great, it's a great perspective of, of a lady who climbs the corporate ladder. Um, but goal setting in real estate, you know, once you get your goal, and I think one of the important things about the journey is every quarter you need to reassess what your next quarter goals are. Right. And this is what I talked about, Stephanie, about working on your business as opposed to being in your business. So if you're in your business and you hit your goal, it's like, okay, maybe I don't return that phone call. Okay, maybe I don't have to go on that listing appointment. But at the end of the day, if you're a disciplined person about disciplined results, trying to go to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, you never really know, Iris, that, hey, if I earned 100,000, that's great. Well, if I earned 100,000 in like seven months, mm-hmm. now I can earn 150,000. Wait a yeah. minute. I earned 180,000 after nine months. And then you end the year and it's like, oh my gosh, I climbed Mount St. Excellence. I celebrated my year. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But on January 1, we're down at the bottom of the hill. Correct. You know, we, we, we are looking for the people to help us climb the mountain again. By the way, real estate's a team sport, whether anybody realizes or not. You know, right. it is a team sport. So, mm-hmm. I, so I, I truly think that that's super important. The other thing is, since we're, we're on, on, on together today, you're the CEO. Stephanie is the CEO, Chief Energy Officer of your business, Chief Love Enthusiasm it. Officer for your Love business. It. You know, that's who you are. And once you embrace that, you know, you want your business to be all it can be. Absolutely. Thank you, Dan. I, I really appreciate 
you're, 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 it's like, if you were not, if you were not CEO and president of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Georgia property, somewhere along the line, you'd be a preacher. Just want to let you know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you move people and you inspire them to do better. Well, Iris, I'll tell you this, you know, the Bible talks about a calling. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about work out your own salvation with fear and tremble. And your Correct. salvation isn't your relationship with the Lord. Some people think it is. Your mm-hmm. salvation is what is your calling? And because right. it changes over time. Your influence changes. Your Correct. growth changes. And I think it's so important. And one of the things that caused me to want to be on this podcast is I can tell you're on a journey. You're on a journey to get better. You're on a journey Thank to you. grow. And, you know, you will have more influence you know, further on in your life than you did earlier. No matter who you are or where you're at or what your role is, people Mm -hmm. are watching. They're always watching. Thank you, Dan. And so, Dan, my last question for you, and then, of course, that doesn't mean we're done. Then I will give you the, I've given you the floor, but if there's anything else that you want to share and drop those nuggets of knowledge with us, we definitely will appreciate each and every one of them. Sure. But lastly, I do want to, as we were talking about DEI Council, and then just in the, in the climate in which our world is right now, how can we learn to appreciate differences? Hence the topic that we chose today was that now that we know the differences, can we focus on our likeness? And how do we do that? Um, because we all have biases right? We, we come into the world with biases. And, and there are people who will say, I'm not prejudiced. I'm not this. I'm not that. We all have a prejudice against something. And prejudice doesn't just mean, you know, or diversity does not just uh, include skin color or culturally, but diversity is ageism, is sexism. It's, it's, it's all the isms that we struggle with to identify with one another and finding our likeness and what we share more than where we are different. So I would really love for you to expound on that and how we continue and how you do that, um, you know, as a, as a human being and as you do that as a leader of a, a really diverse company. It is diverse. Believe me, it is way diverse now, way more diverse today than it was when I joined the company you know, 35 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I would tell you that, oh gosh, seven or eight years ago, I had the privilege. I'm on the, the, the Quicken uh, loan, uh, rocket mortgage board of advisors have been for years. And so one of the things that I noticed about them years ago is they had an isms day. So I went to their isms day and I saw Dan Gilbert and Bill Emerson when they're building this little company that's now a behemoth. Um, bring something very powerful to the table. They took their group of people, their new employees, and they put them in a room for a day and talked to them about what their values were. You know what the first ism was? Awareness. Awareness is the first ism. We become blinded by our bias so much. Mm -hmm. So think of the most radical billboard you've ever seen. Think about it for a minute. You drive by it on one day and it's like, I can't believe that. You know, then the next day you drive by it, there it is again. And the next day you drive by, still there. The next day you drive by and you don't even see it. And so our awareness uh, comes in to where we don't appreciate each other's differences. And I think 
appreciating someone's else's perspective is so big. So here's how kind of I do it. Number one, I use isms a lot. I really do. You know, I try to condense things. I, I studied about teaching, about preaching. How do the great ones do it? How do they get their message to be so good that when you leave, you think about it for a week and you can't wait to come back for the next week. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. called portability. You mm -hmm. want to leave someone with a thought, you know, we eat our own dog food, you know, um, say yes before no. There's a whole bunch of isms out there that are really powerful. So I think, you know, recognizing that you're going to encounter people during the day with different thought and you're going to encounter situations where you have an opportunity to be a positive change agent. Hey, in real estate, we're going to encounter people and have conversations with them where our goal is the next appointment. You know, our goal is, you know, tell me about your house. Who do you know is interested in buying or selling? You know, you know, buy, sell, invest or refi. Can I help you find someone to do that? So, you know, I, I think appreciating differences is big. Number two to me is say thank you and congratulations. I think those are the two most powerful words. Yes. Phrases. Thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. You get this feeling of warmth that, you know, hopefully you do when we're done. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, but it's exciting mm -hmm. to be here for, it is. Yeah. And congratulations, yeah. you know, look at what you ladies have accomplished. Look at where you started and where you're at, yeah. you know, and I, sometimes I don't think people appreciate that. Yeah. You know, they just see you where you're at right now. Or like me, I'm the CEO a lot of time. Oh, wow. You, know, you were lucky. Well, not so much, mm -hmm. you know, I'm five, six, I'm male. I wasn't part of the Buckhead crowd. I wasn't part of the in crowd when I moved to Atlanta, I was an accountant. Talk about, they used to stereotype accountants as the green eye shade. And then when I moved to Georgia, you know, they called me a Yankee. I'm like, what's this about? You know, so I, I was like, okay. You know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of bias that, that exists, mm -hmm. you know, so I think you've got to view things from someone else's perspective and embrace it. Correct. You know, if I get angry when I'm called something, I don't have a chance to get to know that person. Um, articulate the difference, Iris. You know, I, I think so. Um, Gwen works with me. Um, you know, people I work with, I love a different perspective. I love different ethnic backgrounds. I love different age groups. I love different preferences. Um, and, and, but, but I'll tell you the one differentiator for me is performance. If you perform, you play. You get to get on the field of life with me and we'll go there. Yes. But if you're not performing, you can sit over there and tell me how it's going to be or how you think it is not really relevant. You know, so I think that's the separator, you yeah. know, the rich from the rest. I think another thing, big thing is there's always an elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always an elephant. Acknowledge it. You know, whether it's glasses, whether it's pearls, whether it's gender, whether it's race, whether it's age, whether it's experience, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, begin to talk about it. Begin to talk about it. Yeah. Because if you don't, um, you know, and, and then people will accept you. I was with a couple the other night. He's Caucasian. She's Indian. And, and, and the husband says to the wife, you know, you're lucky. You know, you brown skinned people, you don't wrinkle. And I was like, OK, this is interesting. I wonder where this is going to go. You right. know? And she laughed and he laughed and it was fine, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so because they love each other. Right. They've been in the relationship. They've been watching one another. And, 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 and I didn't mean that for the audience, but you got to be able to articulate and talk you know, openly, yes. you know, if you can't, you're in trouble, you know, and you got to ask tons of questions without bias. And I think if you show people confirmation bias, they shut down. If mm -hmm. you're like, I can't believe you said that, 
Right. Okay. Now, now you're in for an argument. Now we part ways mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe they're wrong in saying it. Maybe it's just a horrible thing that they believe. Um, but then you can choose not to be around them as opposed to offending them. Correct. And just get out of the conversation. You know, real estate, like I said, the purpose of our prospecting, Stephanie, is to get an appointment, right? You know, if somebody, if you, if you in your mind qualify someone um, to be worthy of being your client or customer, your goal then is to get the next appointment. You notice I said it, if they're worthy to be your, ne- your, your right. client or customer, mm-hmm. you need to choose that. Because if you get a hold of someone who's bitter, angry, upset, or resentful, they're going to wear you out. Yes. And if, chances are that they end up buying a FISBO. You know, on a weekend when you had a family crisis and you, you know, sent a birthday cakes, taking their kid to ball games, you know, been at the funeral, help them do everything they could. Yes. And yet th- that happens. And then it's not how hard you fall, it's how high you bounce. So you got to have a mechanism also to release it. That's what I talked about bitterness. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So that's, as Forrest Gump said, that's all I got to say about that. That's all you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you, Dan. And Dan, I do want you to share. Your, your, um, and you have a name for it. And of course, I've forgotten the acronym now. Um, Miracle Morning? Yes, your Miracle Morning. Thank you. So, you want me to share that? I do. I do. You know, 35 years, it's been hard business. It, it It is a tough business. You know, agents come and go, deals come and go, buyers and sellers. You know, you generally only hear from those that are angry. You don't get a lot of thank you, you helped me, da 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 da. Um, same from a lot of the agents. You know, so it's hard, and, and the employees. When you're the guy or the girl in charge of something, and you are, you're both CEOs of your own business. You know, you've got to find a way to approach every day in a positive way. So I call it, you know, take your meds, meditation, exercise, diet, and I forget what the S stands for right now, but it'll come to me. You know, so I get up every day before I get out of bed. I'm kind of like the little bird in the tree and I'm sleeping with my head underneath my wing. You know, I get up and I lie there for a moment. I look around, you know, stretch, and then I pray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God, it's going to be a great day. Absolutely. You know, when I get out of that routine, when I get out of the routine I'm going to share with you, I fret. I'm not happy. And it's a routine because I can wander out of it for a week or two and you get in a lot of trouble. So I believe that you, you get up and you read, you pray and you exercise. I mean, read something positive. I'm, I'm in the middle of the power of positive thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Mm-hmm. I like looking at books that the prose is different. They come from a different time. And I said books, not this thing. This right. thing right here causes more problems for all of us than any of us can ever imagine. Mm, The other thing I do is this little guy here or girl, depending on your preference, um, (laughs) he goes in another room. Mm -hmm. He he is away from me when I go to bed. You know, I don't want to be pulled into that. So um, I read every day, Norman Vincent Peale right now, Power Positive Thinking. I pray, I go through my gratitudes, okay? And I am grateful for so much. You know, uh, my family, my faith, what I just read, what I'm thinking about. You are what you think about, ladies. Mm-hmm. If you're, you ever notice how you have that uh, encounter with someone that you just really honks you off and then it stays in your mind. You mm-hmm. can't get, that's all you think about. Yes. Well, no one in New York, you're walking down the middle of you know New York City. No one cares what you're thinking except for <laughs> you. 
<laughs> you know, like really, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, you're correct. Born and so, raised, so, yes. You've got to get your mindset in a place where you can be positive. So read, pray, exercise. You know, I, I, I talked about what Dr. Humbarger said. Now, he doesn't know that he had that moment where I never forgot what he said. But he said it, and it resonated with me. Talk about powerful. Now, he was a potentate. That's the other thing. Some of us are potentates. And people put us on a pedestal, and we don't know they're putting us on a pedestal. Mm. Right now, you know, think of the who the potentates are in your life. You know, it's probably somebody in the news media that you look to as, you know, okay. Um, probably your father or your mother. Uh, maybe it's a preacher. Maybe it's a business person. And you watch them. And, you know, when they say things, it really resonates. So they're a person of respect and authority. Mm. Um, so, so I think we need to be sensitive to that. So read, pray, exercise, diet, and then have a strategic plan for the day. Every day. Mm. You know, you need to make a list of what you want to accomplish today. You know, um, I was up at 3.30, from 3.30 to 5, reading, praying, thinking, studying. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm, I'm done fighting it now. You know, um, I'm a guy, I'm an older guy, so I'm up and down a good bit. So when I get up at that time, it's like, okay, let's do this until I go back to sleep. Now, I learned something years ago. It's a little secret. Um, I learned it in school. And this is how I did good in tests, believe it or not, my little secret course here is I used to have my, I'd take all this complicated stuff and then reduce it to two or three note cards. And then when I would wake up in the middle of the night, generally the, the by a lot, the urge to use the restroom, I'd get up and I'd go read it. And I'd read it mm -hmm. and reread it, commit it to memory, uh, memory, put it down, mm -hmm. leave it. And what happens is your brain continues to operate when you sleep. You know, it just mm -hmm. does. You have your conscious and then your subconscious and it saturates your mind with all that stuff. So I've learned that when I get up and I read the Bible or I read a book or whatever I'm doing and I don't get up and do this, look at my messages, look at email. I don't do social media, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, I get sucked into something yeah. that's someone else's issue. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's so important to give you the mindset, Iris and Stephanie, yeah. So that you can go and again, be positive in your life. Then have it when you, when you do ultimately get up, you know, do that again in an abbreviated fashion. Or if you don't, if you sleep through the night, go through, read, pray, exercise. You know, I like to walk. I like to grab three, five pound weights and just walk for an hour, mm -hmm. you know, doing exercises. I try to get a hundred pushups a day and some days, 200, you know, get my 10,000 steps. I have a daily goal yes. and, and watch your diet and all that kind of stuff, but then leave. And I think just that hour before you go, so many people are late. They hit the snooze button. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's late. You know, and, and, and they reacting <laughs> yes. to their day. They're a victim. They're a victim already, Spock. Yeah. They're a victim already. You know, and they're missing the day, man. They're just missing the daggum day. And they're just, they're in the business, not on the business. Right. And I think we owe it to ourselves to be on the business, to work on the business. So that's kind of my miracle morning or miracle day. Yes. Thank you, Dan. And Dan refers to that as take your meds. That's what he says, take your meds every day. And so I just want to say thank you so much, Dan. Um, I cannot tell you how much gratitude and how much appreciation we have for you joining us today. Um, <clears throat> it is important to me that, and I tell people this all the time, no matter what's going on in your life, 
you do get up every day. The point that the fact that you were able to wake up each day that God woke you up, you had sight, you had movement of your body. You, you woke up with a roof and a floor and four walls mm -hmm. and something to eat and something to put on your back is the very, very first reason to wake up and have a smile on your face. And it's important that even when things are going wrong in life, it doesn't help to go outside like slip rock. Oh my God, the world hates me. Because then the world goes, oh, now I can dump on you. I can take all the stuff that's going on with me and dump it on you. But if you, if you face life with a smile, with a positive attitude, with you know knowing that things are hard and that you put your work in, it all works out. So Dan, I thank you so much. And I am very appreciative, as I said, and so thankful and grateful for you joining us today and sharing all that you shared with us. And I pray that you all garnered something great, something awesome. And I'm yeah. sure you did. And if you didn't, something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. Gwen, thank you so much for being the go-to, the middle person and the in-between to help this um, uh, happen. And we really do appreciate it. Um, so we thank you so much. Stephanie, thank you as always. You know, I love you. I appreciate you so much. And so we hope that you all have a blessed weekend. And Dan or anyone who has wanted to share final words, we always share final words before we sign off each time. So Dan, would you like to share final words? So I, I have a question. How much time do we have left? I wrote some comments. Oh, down. we have time. We have time. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was trying to be respectful of your, I wanted to make sure I didn't keep you. Like, you know, sometimes you no. go to church and you're like, oh my God, like brunch is starting and we're still well, here. We are if, happy to have you. So yes, shoot. If we're to, oh my God, it's time to go with lunch. No, here, we I are not. Roll, but okay. No, okay. we are not. So I wrote some thoughts down this morning awesome. when I was okay. up. And I'm just going to kind of read them if I might. Is that okay? That is absolutely okay. fine. So, you know, when we talked about change and positivity mm -hmm. and acceptance, I mean, I got three pages of notes, maybe okay. four. So I'll try to go through them. And You like, don't have to rush, Dan. Four or five. Okay. It's, okay, a, it's, so a, it's a paid Zoom account. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Price is what you pay, value is what you get. Out of it. So Mr. Buffett said that, by the way. So, so here's what I, what I wrote down early. Today is going to be an awesome day. Change your inner being thoughts. You are what you think about and what you focus on. Focus stands for follow one course until successful. Mm -hmm. Change inwardly and the light within you will project out. The world, your world won't be the same because you are not. You know, the sum of... And what you are determines the world you live in. So what you think mm -hmm. about is your world, mm -hmm. not the world that's projected on CNN or Fox or just walking outside. It's what you think about. Um, so as you change your world, the world also changes. Happiness is determined by our thoughts. So you have to drive off. You have to drive off thoughts of depression, discouragement, and anxiety. It can be done by simply filling your mind at the beginning of the day. This is the miracle morning I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Determined to do it, Iris. Stephanie, it's a choice. You know, it is absolutely a choice. Don't let accumulated problems swamp your mind. I find myself doing that, you know, kind of after my brother passed this year. So I got to take care of mom and dad. I got to do this, you know, it, it swamped me. 
So I realized that when you're out of your routine, you get mm -hmm. away from being who you are. So it's a pattern. It's a pattern, a positive or negative. It's that simple. You determine which pattern your mind will follow. Every day, read and say affirmations. I've talked about that. Memorize suggested positive affirmations. I do that. And allow this process to dissolve into your conscious and visualize being a healthy, positive, happy person. Allow your thoughts sending quietly and healing influence into your mind, into your mind. Be skilled in the power of, I said, the power to create your own happiness. This is one of the things I don't think people get. You have the power to control your destiny. Yes, you, you know, do. and it all begins with what you think about. Mm -hmm. You know, create your own happiness. Um, most people that are depressed or lack inclusiveness, this is really interesting. They're not appreciative. They're angry. They wake up looking for a reason to be mad, mm. you know, are at home in their self-pity. They are literally happy being miserable mm -hmm. and they're self-punishing thoughts. You know, it takes effort and a discipline to dispel. Start each day positive. Don't miss life. You know, today is the day the Lord has made. Let us, let me, let you, let Stephanie, let when rejoice, rejoice and be glad. When you get up, you got two choices, be happy or not. You know, that's it. It's that simple choose be inclusive or not have the vision uh trust in the future abraham lincoln said he said this people were just about as happy as they made their minds up to be isn't that interesting wouldn't it be nuts if people would make their minds up to be happy instead of critical and angry and bitter and decisive for yourselves um, it's easy to be unhappy dot 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 if you want say to yourself things are going nicely life is good i choose happiness Many people manufacture their unhappiness. Any, anyone who desires it, wills it, who learns it and applies the right formula may become a happy person. Mm -hmm. It is a formula, Iris. It's the mm -hmm. way, you know, if you pattern your life to be happy, you will be. If you don't, okay. you, you won't. Uh, we manufacture our unhappiness or unhappiness with feelings of, and I wrote this down, resentment, ill will, and hate, mm -hmm. fear, and uncertainty. Those are the bedfellows that create misery in a person. They also embrace fear and worry. It's self-manufactured. We have attached too much to one position, like the vax. You get all the separate out of it. Every morning before arrives, mm -hmm. this is what I was telling you about the little bird. Lie relaxed in your bed, pray, deliberately drop happy thoughts into your conscious mind. Tell yourself, this is the day the Lord's made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Mm -hmm. And I am. I'm very happy right now to be on here with you. I believe this is going to be a wonderful day. These are affirmations. I believe I can successfully handle the problems that will arise today. Mm -hmm. I feel good physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, even if you don't, Iris, you know, tell yourself that you do yes. because eventually you will. Yes. And now your mind shifts from what you were focused on to what it needs to be focused on, right. which is a happy you and a happy you is a more productive you. This is the last page I have. It is a wonderful to be alive. Another affirmation. I'm grateful for all I have. I'm grateful for all I have had, past, mm -hmm. for all I have now, present, and for all that I shall have in the future. Now, the past. Maybe you had a hard past. Maybe you view it as unfa unfairness. Someone beat me. Someone stole from me. Someone was mean to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that is also your perspective of that. Right. You know, so, okay, I got that. You got to learn how to let that go. For all I have now, maybe you don't have everything you want. You look and you see somebody in a nice car. You see somebody who looks better. You see somebody who's popular. But be happy for what you got. Be grateful for what the good Lord has given you. 
Absolutely. You, 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 you closed on that a minute ago. And for all that I shall have in the future, declare what's coming your way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't declare it, it's certainly not, it may happen, but you're not going to be aware that it's happening. Things aren't going to fall apart. God is here and he's with me. He will see me through. I thank him for everything. If you infirm unhappiness, this is going to be a tough day. Oh my gosh. I got to be on here with Iris and who's this Stephanie girl, you know, Oh my word. They're going to just, and Gwen's going to be, Oh my gosh. Gwen knows the truth about that. She's been next to me now for a year and a half and boy, she can tell some tales, you know, it's going to be a tough day. You know, no, that's not how I affirmed it. I said, it's going to be a happy day. The way to happiness, the way to happiness is keep your heart free from hate, your mind free from worry, live simply, expect little, give much, fill your life with love, scatter sunshine. Say congratulations. When you screw up and you will, you're going to screw up. You're going to hurt somebody. You're going to, the lid's going to come off one day and you didn't even know it was off till after, oops. And they're going, whoever you're talking to is going, well, you know, say, I'm sorry, reach out and try to fix it. You know, you don't want them to come bitter with you. You want to be that person who walks into a room. They got the bitterness that's on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Free and clear your heart. You don't have to accept their position. Just clear your heart, live simply, uh, forget self, you know, in real estate, if we just pour ourselves out every day, we generally do a pretty good job. Do as you would be done to you. Uh, try this for a week, get into a routine of controlling your mindset and you'll be amazed. Be disciplined or it won't happen. Iris, I will tell you that, you know, when I wander from my daily routine and I'm out there and I've gained three or four pounds and the belt's tight and the pants are tight, and I'm frumpy footed. <laughs> You know, it happens. Nobody is perfect all the time. I mean, far from it. It is three steps up, two steps back. Maybe it's three steps up, three back or three up, one down, or maybe it's five steps up. I don't know. Um, Put up the phone, you know, uh, begin the day with, you know, if God is that 10 times, you know, go through other affirmations that are important to you. Um, There's the great book out. uh, And I don't know. Yeah. Let me share this with you for a moment. Okay. In the Bible, um, Jabez was this guy. It's in, I forget what book it's like in Chronicles or something. Yeah. First Chronicles. And, and, and Jabez, it says Jabez, his mom named him Jabez because he was born in so on. So he started with in a tough place. He had a bad name. His name meant, you know, here comes, he was born in sorrow. I mean, you know, that's kind of like not a good thing. Different from man at waterfall for sure. You know, and, and, and it goes, you know, Oh God, I pray you would bless me indeed that you would expand my coast, that your hand might be with me, that thou would keepest me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And that's the prayer. I say it every day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and the idea is, oh God, I pray you would bless me, man. I want your blessings. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be upset. I want more. I want to help people. I can't help people if I'm not blessed. I pray you would bless me indeed. I pray you would expand my coast. That's influence. This podcast is reaching people. I don't know who it's reaching. I don't know who's going to listen to it, but I hope they're listening. They go get the prayer of Jabez. It's written by a guy named Bruce Wilkinson. I read it like 10 years ago, long time ago. Pray you would bless me indeed. You would expand my coast. That means bring me money if you're in real estate. That means bring me listings. That means bring me customers. That means yes. help me help people solve their problems. Yes. Bless me indeed. Expand my coast. Keep me from evil. Now, I don't have to be super skilled at war. I am. I'm a real estate broker. You know, I'm the ninja, you know, Ninja Dan, CEO, been here a long time, you know. But the prayer is that you would keep me from fighting the enemy. You know, I can fight the enemy. I can overcome the enemy. But 
how much more effective am I if I just never have to fight? Because I've asked God to keep me out of that ring, to keep me out of that temptation, to cause me to make the right choices and not the wrong choices. So, you know, bless me indeed, expand my coast. Um, your hand might be with me. Now think about that. Hand of God's on your shoulder. Whoa, that's a pretty big time thing, you know? And that's what you want. You want that power source, that energy source, that infinite source for the universe to be with you. And you don't get it unless you get into a discipline that we've talked about, you know, taking your daily meds and get there, um, you know. And then the last part of the prayer is that you would grant that which I request. It's a pretty simple prayer. Um, and, you know, and you can commit it to memory, scripture, affirmations, things like that. But when I go in front of a group, you know, when I go to speak, I don't care if it's, you know, the three of us or 5,000 people, you know, I, I, I ask for God's blessing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I tried to submit myself humbly mm -hmm. to receive the opportunity that's there, no matter what it is. It might surprise you that, you know, I'm this potentate, you know, I run around, I won all these prizes and, you know, okay, so I'm broker of the year. I forget how 55,000 people one time. You know, I've been the president of this and treasurer of FMLS and all this stuff, you know, but I try to stay grounded, you know, to stay humble and hungry and, and appreciate the perspective of those that are around me, you know, and then the last couple of thoughts are be on fire for something, you know, find a cause, you know, be on fire for it. You ladies are changing the world with your podcast. You, you just, you never know. I have people come up to me sometimes and say, you know, Dan, I talked to you um, 10 years ago. Gwen, you can attest to this. You saw an email come in from one of my agents that was with me 35 years ago. I was her broker. Gwen, you know, she's standing by a yard sign with Merrill Lynch Realty. And she's talking to me about how she just lost um, two members of her family. And she's taking time helping them through their crisis. And now she's coming back with her plan. She's coming back seniorology. I mean, you know, it's me. You know, I'm an old guy now, 63. But she calls it seniorology. And helping people at that point in their lives mm -hmm. uh, move to the next level, the next phase, so she could be a servant. And I was, she's on fire for that now. And that excites me, you know. So pour yourself out and you'll never lose your energy. It's fascinating about that, you know. Just con continue to pour yourself out. So, you know, I've gone on, we're right at the top of the hour, but, you know, as I said earlier, that's all I got to say about that. But I wanted to share that and thank you for the opportunity to do it. It's not oh, often, yeah. of course, since Stephanie, I get the opportunity um, to share something like this because I, I just like, you know, and I'm far from perfect. I mean, you'd be around me much. Gwen see me come in, you know, pout and all this other. My wife, Rhonda, certainly has. We got four kids in 85, 90, 95 and 2000, you know, a child. That's when they were born. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I, you know, I've, I've had, they've, she's raised me. Gwen's raising me. You ladies are raising me. You know, every day and every way, you can't get better and better. And Iris, thank you for the opportunity. Stephanie, for the opportunity thank and the privilege Dan. to be here. And thank you, Gwen, uh, for also being with us today. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, so much. Really appreciate it. You dropped a lot of nuggets. And it was just, you know, it was phenomenal. Really appreciate you. Thank you. You know, if, if people want to get better, you know, it's, it's like, took a lot of notes. Mm -hmm. This is my handwriting. It's yes. not nobody's. Yes. Up. It didn't come out of a book. I just right. got up, and I really, Iris, as I said, I consider it a privilege to be with you, ladies. So, 
you know, maybe you'll have me back later to talk about something else. Oh, um, absolutely. Together we can change the world. Ladies, we can change the world. Yes, we can. Absolutely. I say that every day. You know, every day you have to strive to be better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And that, that's the key, you know, and we like, you know, you have to be happy that that's, that, that's another key because you being happy, you know, you make other people happy. When I, I run into people sometimes, um, I was having lunch at a little cafe by Bloomingdale's and a lady came in and she was all upset. And I was with a friend. I said, before she leaves, I'm going to make her smile. And we just started talking. I'm like, and I could, I just knew she worked at Bloomingdale's. I said, it's been a rough day. So she's like, yes. And then we just started talking. And she's like, oh, so nice talking to you. You made me feel better. And at this point, we haven't exchanged names. And I said, um, uh, my name is Stephanie. She said, oh, my name is Stephanie, too. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a daughter named Stephanie. Uh, you I love Stephanie Hope is her name. And I, I mean, I love my daughter. Uh, she's so special. She's different than me. I mean, which causes me to stretch and figure out and say, thank you. And I'm sorry. I say, I'm sorry a lot. Um, you know, and then when you see somebody like that, Stephanie, that's a great skill you've got, mm -hmm. you know, to identify someone and you want to make their day better. You know, you pray for them. Lord, help that person. Yeah. You know, affirmative prayers, at least power by what positive results are accomplished. Mm -hmm. I wrote that down too. It's kind of a crazy thing that we're talking about that APR, PBW. P-R-A-A, affirmative prayers release powers by which positive results are accomplished. In real estate, we want to get an appointment. We want to help people. Yes, when do yes. we help? Death, divorce, taxes, relocation. There's a crisis in their life that causes them to yes. want to move. Mm -hmm. You know, and Maslow's hierarchy needs, that's a house. House is like one of the big ones. So, mm -hmm. you know, we are privileged. We are called, right? I mean, yes. you got to call yeah. them to do this or you don't. Yes. Uh, those mm -hmm. that don't, they wonder, they're gone. You know, but those that do, oh, baby, you can change the world. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Gwen, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to sit in on this. This is just a, really a tremendous opportunity to sit here and listen to all of uh, the words that you all had to share. And Dan, you never cease to amaze me with uh, the, just the words that you give me each day. The, yes. uh, the lessons and the encouragement to work beside you and to learn from you. So I do appreciate each and every one of you for giving me this opportunity to sit back as the fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice meeting you. Yes. Thank you, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you. And so we will, we are going to wrap it up. Um, Dan, just you shared so much today, Dan, but something yes. I just want to share was that in this year, um, I always, I pray every day, every morning that I wake up, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm thankful, but I recently started praying to God and saying, um, Lord, I commit the work of my hands unto you. And so this is going to be my first amazing year in, in real estate. I've, I've been doing this four years and this is going to be my first amazing year, um, and I attribute all of that to all the all of the people. Though we work in a competitive market, um, Berkshire Hathaway is just a special, special brokerage, and it's it's based on who's leading us. You know, things are based on who's leading, who's at the helm. 
and our and and all of our helm wearers are people of great character who care about people. They care about, of course, what we do in the business because that's what we're here to do. We're in the business to make money, but they care about us first and then help us get to where we can be and should be. Mm-hmm. And so again, Dan, I cannot say thank you enough. You are an awesome human being. And to me, that's all. That's the greatest thing any of us can ever be. That's the yes. greatest uh compliment anyone could ever give is for someone to say that you're a great human being and so i appreciate you so much so thank you dan thank you gwen thank you steph i hope you all have a wonderful blessed rest of the day and a wonderful weekend and until next time thank you all so much thank you thank you steph well you're welcome thank you for having thank you for coming on with us we enjoyed it so much thank you gwen Thank you, Gwen. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Hey, you too, honey bunny. Thank you, honey bunny. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, ladies. Bye, Dan. Bye-bye. <laughs>